following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Hey, where y'all at? It is a thrill. I love this show. You're telling me a big fat lot. I was hoping for funny crazy. I will get on stage on Broadway and I will reenact the rantings of Charlie Sheen one day. Think you can replace me with some other guy? Go ahead. It won't be the same. Tis mightiest in the mightiest. Do not bring Shakespeare into this. You're so smart. Oh, really? Well, so are you. And yes, the rumors are true. They smoke, they drink, they use bad language in mixed company. They're extremely rich and they can flash more bling than most posses in this room. I know exactly who that is. That's the mother that loses every goddamn game. That's Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Get rid of him. Wow. Bros, come on. I love you, bros. Does everybody have to be crazy today? Now get me, Savior! How you doing, party people? We are one week away from Super Bowl Sunday as we step into the studio here today. And the Washington Capitals and the rest of the NHL are on an all-star break. So welcome to the show because despite all of that, we got stuff for you. As a matter of fact, with the Caps on an all-star break, uh, we are going to switch it back to football as the Senior Bowl has just concluded. And we're going to catch up with our good friend, Commander's Insider, Sam Fortier of the Washington Post. He will join us as he makes his way from Mobile on up to Birmingham, where they do love the governor. Uh, and he will tell us about who flashed in Mobile at the Senior Bowl. Start of the social season, the high social season in Mobile. With the Senior Bowl, you got the Senior Bowl, you got these uh, trailmates out there. Uh, you've got the luncheon with all the players and then the Mardi Gras parades, which are now going on in full. We're going to ask Sam about all that in just a couple of minutes. Two notes for you on the Caps. They have re-signed both Dylan Strom and Sonny Milano, and I think those are two very good moves. Stromer, uh, just 25 years old, so you've got to like that he has been inked now for I believe it's five years. Uh, I think he signed a five-year deal and Milano, a three-year deal. You can check the figures on those. But Brian McClellan, using the break to get those two done, uh, Milano especially is going to be very cap-friendly for the next couple of years. His deal averages, I think, about $1.9 million each year. That's definitely going to help the Caps as they try to get some get something, and we'll try to figure out what as we head towards the Stanley Cup playoffs and the stretch run. Caps in that first wild card spot, but you got a lot of teams behind them, and you got a lot of teams that have got some games in hand on Washington. So we'll just have to see how it shakes out. And with the trade deadline looming, we'll see if Brian McClellan decides to make any moves along those lines. All right, Sam Fortier coming up next from Mobile. But first, we got to tell you about this on the Hockey and Pigskin Podcast Networks. Boys and girls, we are really, really excited to welcome a new sponsor here to the Bob Matthews Podcast on THPN. It is Raycon Wireless Earbuds. Now, you may have heard about these guys. Ray J is involved with them. I got me a pair the other day, and they are absolutely awesome. I mean, awesome. Been using them a lot at the gym uh, I made, I've got this playlist that I, I love at the gym, and I, I used the Raycon wireless earbuds with it, and it sounded fantastic. One reason it's been great to listen to with uh, Raycon earbuds is because they look, feel, and sound better than ever. They also pair almost instantaneously with 
any type of Bluetooth device. They got optimized gel tips for the perfect in-ear fit, and these earbuds are so comfortable. And get this, they will not budge. Trust me, I tried. It doesn't happen. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime, 32 hours of battery life. Raycons are priced right, too. You're not going to get taken like uh, some of those other companies that got them some earbuds out there might. Half the price of the other premium audio brands. No wonder that Raycon's Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. You get three customizable sound profiles with your Raycon earbuds. You get earbud tap functions, noise isolation, and awareness mode. Again, I use them at the gym. Love them there. Can't wait to take them on a plane uh, this fall with a couple of trips I got coming out. Uh, so try them. Trust me, you're going to love them. Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today. You're going to get 50, 15% off your Raycon order. Again, buyraycon.com slash THPN and score 15% off. Again, buyraycon.com slash THPN. And are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? Well, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action that you are going to need. That's right. You need to check DraftKings between now and then because new customers... Well, are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, has all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Just check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 and 9 p.m. Eastern Time to see what prop bets are going to be boosted. So if you want to bet who scores the first touchdown, who kicks the first field goal, is there going to be a safety, who's going to win the coin toss, DraftKings is going to have you covered. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. New customers can bet $5 on the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 57, and get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with the code THPN. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER in Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Wyoming. 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado and New Hampshire. 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 8778-HOPE-NY or text hope ny in New York, visit opgr.org in Oregon. Call or text TN Redline 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee or 888-532-3500 in Virginia. 21 and over, 18 and over, New Hampshire and Wyoming. Physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Louisiana, select parishes. Michigan, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New York, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming only. New customer offer void in New Hampshire, Oregon, or Ontario, Canada. New customers only, one per customer. Valid, minimum $5 deposit, minimum $5 wager. Bet must win. $200 issued as $825 free bets. Free bets are non-cashable and cannot be withdrawn. Free bets must be wagered one time and stake is not included in any returns or winnings. Free bets expire seven days after being awarded. Promotional offer ends 115.23. See terms at DraftKings.com sportsbook. 
You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. You know, Senior Bowl week always has a soft spot in my heart because I I don't want to say grew up in Mobile, but I did go to high school there. Uh, had to do with the dad, getting the job down there and everything. Let's just say that uh, growing up in Mobile is like growing up in a bad William Faulkner novel. So it gives me great pleasure to bring in Sam Fortier, Commander's Insider from the Washington Post, and I will try to guide him through uh, that maze of weirdness that is the port city on the Alabama Gulf Coast. Good morning, Sam. Good afternoon. I don't even know what time it is down there yet. I'm not sure anybody does, but it's, I am so glad that you have joined us today, my friend. How are you, Sam? I'm doing well, Bob. I appreciate you having me now that I've you know, seen the Bob Matthews statue at that high school near Mobile, Alabama. I, I have a better appreciation of, uh, of the host that I get to come on with. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm world famous down there, pal. Let me tell you, they're uh, still talking about my role there in uh, both uh, Big Show, The Apple Tree, and uh, Little Abner, where I played the president. Trust me, it was it, it was like Alec Baldwin and Glen Gary Glenn Ross there. I have no doubt that you were quite the leading man. I, I, uh, I have full confidence in you. Oh, yeah, as well you should. I mean, there was Pacino, and then there was me right after, right after him. I, although, I have to say, not to brag or anything, state champion in Dramatic Interp my senior year, and I was not expected to win that competition either. You're downplaying it right now. I feel like you're sandbagging a little bit. That's okay. I, I'm not quite sure you can downplay what it looks like to see a bunch of overprivileged white teenagers singing and dancing to ease on down the road. Trust me, that, that would scar just about anybody. And, and, you know, it's also, this is the start of the high <laughs> the high season, socially in Mobile, you know, because uh, the, the Senior Bowl rolls uh, right into Mardi Gras after that. They live for this down there. I, I, I'm getting appreciation for that. I At breakfast this morning, I had to move my car because they were setting up a parade route. And I said, oh, absolutely, my bad. They said, it's a big deal. I, as my friend, I am so sorry that you had to experience all that firsthand. I really am. All right, uh, let's go ahead and get to what happened this week. Uh, Ron Rivera, of course, apparently has either opened the seventh seal or uh, ushered in the four horsemen of the apocalypse without uh, because he was uh, playing golf uh, at Pebble Beach instead of scouting the Senior Bowl. So who exact to put everybody's mind at ease because everybody seems to be freaking out here in the DMV. Who there? Who was at the Senior Bowl doing the scouting for the Commanders this week? The Commanders, you know, were led by General Manager Martin Mayhew and EVP of Football Ops uh, Marty Herney. You know. There were some coaches, defensive coordinator Jack Del Rio, Nichols coach, Brent Bieselmeyer. Uh, they had a quality control coach. Obviously, the defensive backs coach Chris Harris was not there because they don't have one anymore after he left. Right. Um, but really, you know, that was it for the coaches. They had, well, they had four coaches coaching in the game, most notably assistant offensive line coach Travell Wharton because offensive line certainly the – position group that they were most locked in on. Marty Herney on day one, Martin Mayhew on day three. They spent a lot of time watching those guys. Um, and so that was really, you know, the, the contingent that they had there. So 
compared to other staffs, do they have enough personnel there to cover what they need to cover and see the players that they need to see, given the fact that obviously the modern-day Senior Bowl isn't what it was in terms of scouting, say, 10 or 20 or 30 years ago? Yeah, I, I think they had enough people there. It didn't seem like they had a particularly large or a particularly small contingent. There were some other head coaches there, Mike Tomlin probably being the most notable. Um, but, you know, there were a ton of head coaches who weren't there and just kind of left it up to their personnel staff. So I, I think the hardest part is, is, like you said, not having an offensive coordinator, not knowing, you know, I presume that they don't have an exact body type, you know, they're looking for. They're looking for – uh, you know, an offensive lineman who is better in the run game, who's an older guy, I was looking for a developmental pass setter, you know, like sort of what are you eyeing at, at that position? Um, I think that's an open question. Okay, so when you look at the talent that is there and you look at the commander's needs, who there, you know, stood out? Um, first round pick, I'm figuring probably not, given that they're going to be in the middle of the first round, right? So I want to set the table here and say at the Senior Bowl, there's probably not a first-round pick for the Commanders, maybe for other teams. But if the Commanders are going to have a first-round pick, uh, there, you know, it, pro- it might be uh, Oregon State tight end Luke Musgrave. But there's a lot of reasons why I wouldn't expect that, whether it be, you know, the, the ranking of tight end on their board, the positional value of drafting a tight end in the first round, um, you know, Musgrave's injury history. But I would expect that a lot of these guys – but, you know, regardless of position, are going to be day two, day three guys, depth pieces. Because, you know, particularly like even at corner, for example, which I think they have a massive need at, um, I think that, you know, the best players are always, you know, almost off, almost always juniors. And they declare, and so they're not eligible for the senior bowl. So what we really yeah. saw, and, and it's, not, it's not like that's unprecedented. Like the Chiefs are going to the Super Bowl cause, and they have uh, – you know, a fourth-round pick rookie at one cornerback spot and a seventh-rounder uh, rookie at another spot. So there are valuable pieces to be had, just maybe not in the first round. Okay, fair enough. So uh, some of the positions of need. What about linebackers? Uh, we all know that the commanders are looking at that somewhere. Anybody stand out at that position for you? So it's funny. The linebacker position is, is certainly the weakest position probably in the draft period and, and certainly in Mobile. Uh, Jim Nagy, the executive director, was telling me uh, that they actually had to, like, switch the position of a couple edge rushers, Andre Carter from Army being one of them, from edge rusher to linebacker just because they wanted draftable prospects and they'd already filled up their edge rusher pool. So uh, linebacker is is a pretty poor area. There are a couple guys uh, that stand out, one from Washington State, uh, one from Illinois, but, like, or, excuse me, from Indiana. But but I I just don't expect – um, you know, those guys, uh, those guys to be top of mind for Washington. I think Washington really was looking at the interior offensive line, DeWan Jones, or in tackles as well, but DeWan Jones of Ohio State, the kid from Maryland, uh, the kid from North Carolina, and Cody Mock um, from North Dakota State. He's moving from tackle to inside, and he seems like he, he has a pretty good uh, uh, chance to develop into a, a real piece. John Michael Schmidt, the center from Minnesota, real run-heavy scheme. He's an athletic guy that can really do well in run blocking who, who might fit what they do. So those are kind of the names that stood out to me. All right, fair enough. Um, off the field, uh, by the way, if you just joined us, we're talking with Sam Fortier, Commander's Insider with the Washington Post. Off the field, 
Still no offensive coordinator. Uh, what's going on there? Do we hear anything? Do we know anything? How close do you think we are to getting an announcement? Well, I think that they're sort of in a holding pattern until until they get to interview Eric Bieniemy after the Super Bowl ends, uh, the offensive coordinator mm. with the Kansas City Chiefs. Obviously, they have some competition for him, including Baltimore. But I think that you know he, he's certainly at the top, you know, near the top of their list. So if that doesn't, you know, they'll, they'll wait and see how that goes. And then if, if you know they decide to go in another direction, then we could see some movement. But I would expect for them to wait to hire a new offensive coordinator until after the Super Bowl. All right. Hey, last question for you, Sam, um, because I know there's there's so many league officials around and people are at the bars and in the lobbies and all that. And, and folks are swapping stories and talking off the record. But we hear any rumblings at all about the sale, if it's on track or who might be a candidate or anything like that at this point? The, that is the most top secret thing, maybe in the NFL right now, period. <laughs> um so it's certainly not information that I expect or heard from coaches and scouts and, and, and that sort of – even football executives, I think, are a level removed from this. So, um, yeah. you know, no status has changed as far as I know. All right, that is good enough for me. Sam Fortier of the Washington Post, my friend, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Uh, safe driving uh, up to Birmingham, and we will talk to you soon. Awesome. I appreciate that, man. Hey, anytime. My pleasure. Sam, thanks again for joining us. All right, that's going to do it for us. we got to get on out of here. Don't forget, you can catch us on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever fine podcasts are sold. Capitals back on the ice next Saturday. It's a big one, too, against the Boston Bruins. Preview it coming up a little bit later in the week. Have a good rest of your week, everybody. Remember, like the white man on set, if you're out on your bike tonight, as always, the white. And take